That was Shane Carter. Terrific guest from Inside the Star covering the Dallas Cowboys host of Dem Boys Podcast, found where all popular podcasts can be found. You're listening to All Eyes on Cleveland. I'm your host, Brad Ward. Mikey's on the ones and twos behind the glass doing his thing. As we bring you back here, we're going to finish things out here today um, with our NFL, NFL PA update. And we have, we have news. We have breaking news. Yes, so breaking news, uh, the uh, we have progress. We have progress from the NFL and the NFLPA in their meeting today. Uh, there is a proposal on the table, and a lot has changed. So let's start with yesterday uh, in our update, okay? So yesterday, media, social media blitz from the players, um, where they basically all at the same time took to social media with the hashtag we want to play, um, saying and you know making points about uh, following um, medical personnel's suggestions and that they need answers from the NFL to get this camp underway on time. On the 28th, eight days away from today, today's the 20th, uh, and yesterday was the 19th when this happened. So here's J.J. Watt. Well, J.J. Watt was part of this again, and, and his tweet once again laid out the issues that they needed clarity on. So we're going to go step-by-step step through his tweet real quick. His first uh, topic as he uh, put these out in – you know, like headlines or, or uh, line-by-line topics. So he wrote on the first line, we want to play. We want to be as safe as possible. The third line, the NFL can mandate that players show up to training camp regardless if any agreement has been released uh, or uh, reached between NFL and NFLPA. Now that's excluding a grievance from the Players Association. If they feel they are unsafe and they are ordered to report, they will file a grievance, which is why today's progress is so huge. We will get to that momentarily. His next line, we still have not been granted the full and proper training camp acclimation period necessary as recommended by the medical and training staffs. The problem here is this, for me, goes hand-in-hand with the preseason games, okay? And I told you there was progress, and we'll get to that. But what the acclimation period that they're asking for looks like is this. 21 days after reporting of conditioning and strength. 14 days of basically like OTAs. So no pads, helmets, running around, installs, all that good stuff. Then 
you would have um, a period of pads leading into week one. So you'll have full contact periods in practice leading into week one. The reason that this acclimation period is so important is because if you look back to 2011, in the year of the lockout, when players reported to camp without any OTAs or regimented preseason up to that point, injuries spiked by 25%. This is a real fear and a real concern for the NFLPA. His list continues. We still do not know if there will be daily testing every other day or etc. So the NFLPA wants every day testing, which is supposedly supposed to cost the NFL uh, upwards of $100 million if they were to agree to that. Next line, preseason games, question mark. Next line, a strong opt-out clause for those at higher risk or family at high risk still not agreed upon. The NFL... PA wants the ability to opt out if they are uncomfortable with the protocols and even, you know, for whatever reason, you know, some in some way they're immunocompromised themselves or family is uh, higher risk, then they want to be able to opt out of the season and I believe still get paid and still get an accrued season, which is a lot to ask in my opinion. We'll get to that in moments. If players do not show up on time, they can be fined or considered in breach of contract, even if health and safety protocols have not been agreed upon or IDERS approved. IDERS is the Infectious Disease Emergency Response Plan. We've talked about this. So far, we know for sure three teams have received their IDER, their emergency response plan, and signed off on it. Two of those teams were the Kansas City Chiefs and the Houston Texans that had rookies report to camp today. That enabled them to report to camp and not have to worry about the 20 people maximum in the building that the NFLPA said would be their, you know, kind of stipulation until we get this IDER in place for each team. A team without an IDR will have a 20-player maximum in the facility. So all the players that arrived today in Kansas City and Houston were able to go through their onboarding, uh, which is, you know, the testing on the first and fourth day, etc., which is all in place. Now, the financial aspects of things get crazy. Uh, as if there was a truncated season, what the ramifications would be financially for players, uh, the um, league, the league is going to face losses as is. They want to take those hits in the first two years. The NFLPA, concerned about the salary cap as they should be, wants to spread it over the 10 years of the just recently agreed upon uh, collective bargaining agreement and keep that cap flat, which seems to make a lot more sense to me. There's a TV deal in there that they can kind of borrow against that they know is going to be there uh, in the future, Um, and this is a way that you could 
avoid like a $60, $70 million dip in the cap, which would cause for a lot of lost jobs in the NFL. Along the lines with the financial stuff, an important thing to keep in mind, and I think this is key, the Players Association does not want to negotiate financial aspects of this agreement and health and safety agreements at the same time because they don't want to be forced to make concessions in their health and safety department to try to get what they want financially. Makes perfect sense. As you know, that that is how the NFL would probably try to get what they want or get certain things that they want um, when it comes to the money. So let's talk about the proposal. Here is the good news today. Breaking news. Coming out of the meetings with the owners, they are going to propose daily testing. So they have come to the players and met them with daily testing for the first two weeks and then every other day after that as long as the percentage of positive tests is under 5%. If it's over 5%, the daily testing continues. That is a win for the NFLPA. I believe they will accept that. The NFL agrees. No preseason games. Now, the concern here was logistically, if you're, for example, we learned today and talked about that there would be no fans like in New York for all season, it sounds like, right? Um, For the Jets or the Giants. But some places, they're going to have fans. And they may have as many as 15,000, 20,000 people. Because it is according to the local ordinances. Governors, state laws, where you're at with this COVID-19. So, um, the NFL agrees, no preseason games. Now, the, the, the concern about logistics, I would say that if you read about the acclimation period and training camp protocols, they are uh, allowed two fan events in the stadium. For me, this is when you hash out those logistics. You do a um, inter-squad scrimmage. You have fans there if fans are allowed there. And this is when you get your protocols and game day type uh, entrance, you know, fans entering, fans with masks, fans, social distancing, all the things that they want to make sure are in place. Um, for safety in trying to get this done during a pandemic can be done on these inter-squad scrimmages, which usually happen for the fans anyways. They're like $5 usually to get in. They're usually pretty crowded and stuff. Obviously, there will be limits on these, the same limits as they will have for their home games in areas. Some will have no fans. Some will have some. Um, But either way... This is an opportunity logistically to get it right and get your uh, your practice round through without having to play the preseason game. So for me, hand in hand, 
them agreeing to not play a preseason game should then allow them to get the acclimation period they want. However, Ian Rappaport uh, reported that reported that there was a proposed seven to eighteen day acclimation period uh, proposed by the NFL. They were looking for twenty one for strength and conditioning. So if they got eighteen, that'd be pretty damn close. With no preseason games, there really is no reason that they shouldn't get the period they're asking for. I think those go hand in hand. So you can check all three of those off. I believe as you know, a meeting point where the NFL and NFLPA would agree at this point. So great news today on this stuff as a huge step closer for them to be able to report on time, no grievances. Uh, the IDERs, I guess, are done for all 32 teams is what I've read. Uh, they still need to be uh, reviewed and signed off on. We know about the plan for the injured reserve and the non-football injury uh, list where it'll be amended this year in the NFL's proposal to allow unlimited returns where normally only two players, I believe it is, would be able to return from the injured reserve during an entire year. Uh, Players can be put on the IR, paid their full salary while they are infected with the COVID-19, get two negative tests after three weeks and return to the active roster, and a roster exception would be made so that rosters can remain strong, uh, full with players, uh, even if several players are infected at once. These are all things that I think will go through with the proposal. So, we've knocked a lot of things out then. What remains? A big question. Financial aspects of the opt-out. The current league offer is this. Or proposal is this. They want a decision by August 1. And it's irrevocable. So they can't change it. You make a decision, you opt out, you're out. They would receive a $150,000 stipend immediately. They would receive none of their base salary. They would receive no credit for a season in the league. So basically in 2021... Their contract would go right back into effect as if it was 2020, and it would pick up there. So they would not be penalized or anything like that. They would get a stipend that would come out of their later salary. Uh, Any bonuses paid in advance. Uh, So, you know, say you were owed $2 million of a $10 million signing bonus uh, that was paid out in year two of your contract, and you get that at the start of uh, the league year, and you've already received that now, um, that is something you don't have to give back. The difference would be if you didn't choose the opt-out, went to camp for two weeks, and say late August decided you didn't want to do it anymore, that would be money that the league could ask for back. However, if you do the opt-out, you keep your bonus money, you get your stipend, you get no salary, you get no accrued season. It's interesting. I thought they would allow them to receive their salary. The accrued season is the one for me that I think would be too much and unfair to the teams. Um, How is it fair for the Cowboys if DeMarcus Ware opts out 
and there goes one full season that they signed him to. Um, I understand that people are going to have to opt out for certain reasons, potentially, and it seems like a real quick timeline, but that's what the NFL wants. They want you to make a decision now, and they want you to live with it. That's the proposal at this point. That may be a sticking point. Now, what we I have heard as we moved along with this progress, though, if they can make sure these IDERs get signed off on, acclimation period, okay. We have an opt-out date and no preseason games, daily testing. I would think at this point, teams should be planning to report on time. Those are all critical issues. And financially, they said at one point they would have no problem taking some of the financial issues like the cap moving forward and everything into training camp period as they continue to negotiate. So I would expect teams to report on time at this point. I think that's fantastic news. I think the uh, daily testing is needed. I think the no preseason games is a good idea this year. It'll give players more time to prepare to get their bodies. The acclimation period of 21 days makes sense to me with the uh, real uh, fear of injury having not been through OTAs and ramped their bodies up, they need a ramp-up period. This is good stuff. Progress, people. Progress. This is what we needed to hear today. That's what we needed to hear today. Progress for sure. Greedy! Greedy? Don't be greedy. Huh. Both sides. All right. Don't be greedy. <laughs> greedy! Yes, sir. Don't be greedy. Both sides. We're going to get up and out of here. Thank you so much for listening to All Eyes on Cleveland. Please catch the podcast where all popular podcasts are found. Mikey on the ones and twos. Go to alleyesoncleveland.com. We'll be published tomorrow morning at USA Today Sports Media Groups, thebrownswire.com. Keep an eye on that site. We'll have another show on Thursday. Look for all the writing from Jeff Risden, myself, and others at The Wire. Uh, this has been a tremendous show. I enjoyed a great time with Shane. Big thanks to Shane. Make sure you tell him so. At All Eyes on Cleve, the pin tweet is where you can get the All Eyes on Cleveland t-shirts. Go grab one if you want one. You saw the handsome Eric Metcalf wearing one. You saw uh, Ken Carmen with one. You'll see others with them in the future. Go grab them if you want at Public. The link is there at All Eyes on Cleveland. This has been All Eyes on Cleveland, the podcast. For Mikey on the ones and twos, I am Brad Ward. We are out. You cop this, drop it inside your vein and like a train, we be running throughout your legs and arms, you're high off a talent and chart. Check the caliber, this be a smash like some food on stage with Gallagher. Where you bit, cause it's messy. Niggas scheming on my girl as if my name was Jesse. Watch your manners, and let me pass it off to day. Yeah. I said travels like Cameron LaRue, small talking in the big city. It's all about getting the coins. Everywhere I go, I touch a tenderloin. It's sporting a dot.
Con be at Marker Prime on your Metro. Marta order Iron Horse. Yo, take the cross and meet a nigga at the butcher. Cutting your girl, we on a world tour. Supplying your bloodstream with nothing but the pure uncut. And your times running through your city. If you're missing out, it'll show we can fit it. We got high times running through your city. We ain't walking on the yellow brick road. These streets stay red and bloody. Kids study your code so you can easily pass. I stash a little love when I'm on the visitation. If you cross my lines, nigga, do the same. I'm guaranteed to run through and prove the game. Ain't bigger than the pieces in it. You see the pieces in it had me stuck traveling one side of the map. Clapping hands with rat cats who ain't deserved that. Long hauls of living out of suitcase, man. Chicken heads and gangs of fruitcakes, man. Ain't nothing better than exploring the outskirts, especially when she ain't got no pantyhose on and it's on. High times running through your city. If you're missing out, it'll show me your pity. We got high times running through your city. city, city. Mm. High times running through your city. If you're missing out, it'll show me your pity. We got high times running through your city. My nigga Eno getting down, and we got JB getting down, and of course Slum V getting down, and we got my man Christ getting down, and we got Com Sense getting down, and we got ND getting down. You know Troy High Tower getting down, and we got C Smith getting down, and my nigga Dave West getting down. Come on, we do it. Come on. Greedy? Huh. All right. <laughs> Greedy. Yes, sir. <laughs>